Hi there, and welcome to Letters from Quarantine, a brand new podcast talking to the indoor people, which is, well, most of us. I'm your host, Benji Potter, and through a series of phone calls, I'll be dialing up friends and family and finding out what happens when we're faced with our demons. Who and what do we miss most? And what do we take for granted? Stick with me, I've got you covered. My next guest on Letters from Quarantine is a good friend of mine, Emma Hines. She's a comedienne, a poet and an all-round fabulous lady. This is what happened when she gave me a call. Can you hear me? Hi, Benji. Oh, wow, that was loud. You can hear... Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm a bit loud. No, 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 it's not your fault. It's me. I just have to uh, twiddle around with the knobs and um, switches. Hang on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Um, so, <clears throat> we're having a, had a few technical difficulties today. Um, oh. Yeah, but it's all up and running. So, uh, for the listener, um, as you know, I usually dial the interviewee, because that's a format of the podcast. But uh, today, Emma has rung me. Keeping it fresh, <laughs> keeping you on your toes. So, Emma, welcome to Letters from Quarantine. Thank you, Benji. Thank you for having me. I just realised as I dialed your number, or rather, as you dialed my number, <laughs> um, that uh, tonight is Poetry Corner. It absolutely is. It's in... I've got an hour. So, um, I've got an hour until Poetry Corner, yeah, 8.05 tonight. Did did Poetry Corner start at the beginning of lockdown or was it running before? It did. It started at the beginning of lockdown. I, really strangely, we were sent home from work and I don't know what, I don't know what inspired me to do it. Um, but I thought, it, yeah, it was the first week that we'd all been sent home and, and lockdown hadn't actually happened yet, but it was that first week of people were being sent home and we weren't sure what was going on and I thought I just really want to perform some poems on on my Instagram because I perform on stage but I don't perform a lot and I don't put oh, I didn't I didn't then put a lot of my words performed online or a lot of my poetry um I didn't perform it so I just something inside me just went I, I really want to share some poems and then lockdown did happen and then it just became locked in the diary every Tuesday and it was a commitment I made to myself and in the la- it, tonight is week six so it's it's been going six weeks now and it's been growing every week and it really I think it's keeping me sane what, and I'm what really does, what does um yeah well, well you're just about to explain actually but what does um that appointment for you each week give you more than the kind of the obvious creative outlet what how does it shape your diary and your routine yeah do you know do you know what benji i think i'd be i think i'd be quite lost without it it's a real uh marker for each week and it's in this in this strange time it's something that I really look forward to each week and it's a chance for me to to not only do what I love but also inspire others. 
and have a chat with another poet or writer. And it, it's sort of like my window to the outside world a little bit. I know that sounds strange, but with Instagram, it's live and people are seeing you there in your house. And it, it really gives me a sense of connection. And I think for me, there's something about routine I didn't realize was so important to me before now. And it's sort of every Tuesday, I wake up on a Tuesday morning and I always get a bit nervous. And I always feel, mm -hmm. gosh, it's Poetry Corner today. And I usually either plan it the day before or on the day. But it's become a ritual. It's become a real uh, sort of almost like doing a meditation or something. And I'm always, I get the same adrenaline as I do going on stage. And... And and then afterwards, it's sort of, I get the post-performance blues, it's, but not only that, I realise people have, people have contacted me and I haven't realised how many people it has inspired or touched or, or people have found it relatable. And it's, yeah, it's opened up a, another world, really. Um, it, it's, like yeah, you, it's, it's like you ritual. say, it's like you say about, about that ritual that, like you, I'm finding with this podcast regardless yeah. of whether people are listening or not and some people listen some people think i've heard enough of him on drive time every day i don't need to listen to him for another 15 minutes um oh i don't think that's exactly that benji <laughs> <laughs> they don't even more. think that they don't bother um but 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 it's just that ritual like you say great word of you know this time each week i'm doing this and and i think in our busy sort of London lives, nothing really ever happens weekly, does it? There's no sort of routine, you know. Everything feels interchangeable. How do you feel your mental health has has um, coped under lockdown? How do you feel? Do you know, Benji, there's two sides to this. I was actually thinking about this yesterday. Well, I think about it every day. <laughs> um on the one hand, it's done absolute wonders. I I think in London, I was at the end of quite a quite a hard time for me um, in my life with my mental health, um, career-wise, and it's it's all. I know that this virus is not a godsend to everyone. I know there's some really dark parts of it, but for me, it's. I found I've come home. I haven't been home for this long in 12 years. I've been able to spend time with my family. Um, not going out, obviously. Spending a lot of time on myself, uh, on my creativity, on my career. And at moments, I've found, I feel like I've been outside and I've just been smiling to myself. Mm. And I've found pure joy in almost coming back to my home, back to my childhood. Um, obviously, there's a flip side to that, which is... Uh, the loss of my London life, the loss of my adult freedom and being able to go anywhere at any time as a 28-year-old woman mm, mm. and, you know, in some ways being back in the family home with my parents, um, you know, the last time I was, I was here was as a teenager, as a 15-year-old, 16-year-old girl. So there's a lot, there's some, sometimes I feel a bit trapped and a, a sense of, I feel a sense of loss of, of, of my independence, maybe. And I do have, as you say, nothing is happening. 
uh, in our immediately in our immediate world. And so I find the weeks quite good. You know, I, I'm busy. And the weekends when I decide to give myself a rest or when I'd usually go out with friends, socialising, partying, that kind of thing, there's, I feel quite down. Sometimes I feel, you know, quite down um, in mood. So the moods are undulating yeah and um, I, th- I think I think as well I think what what you what I've experienced with that is everything is magnifying magnified mm. everything is under the microscope of coronavirus because while you have the space to feel happy and joyful you also have the f- space to feel sad and and blue but I get the wonder thing I mean I was doing some yoga a couple of days ago and I just really enjoyed it and yeah. and I was just happy doing yoga in my living room, enjoying it. And I thought to myself, how often in life do I enjoy something well, relative, you know, regularly? Um, but how often do I take the moment to really appreciate it and say, savour it, you know? So well put, Benji, about everything being magnified. I, I really that you've put you've you've, you've worded that so well. Because and, and with the yoga, it's it's we've got that space. We're making space for everything. And I think also I'm finding things, emotions, thoughts, maybe from my the past where we haven't had this space, are floating to the surface mm. and coming out in my either weird dreams or thoughts. But yeah, how often in normal life? Do we are we actually in a mo- in, in in that moment? Um, I found a poem actually um, yeah. that I'm going to read tonight. That that it, it was written in the 1800s, but it, it's very prescient of our times. Um, do, yeah, do you, have you have you have, have you learned some major thing about yourself? Is there something that you're that you will take with you from quarantine? Some souvenir? I think many things, yeah. Benji. I think the, the one that comes to mind the most, and I think you'll, you'll relate to this, is I think I've always thought myself a massive extrovert, always needing people around me to feed my energy um, and, and give, giving my energy to other people. I've always thought of myself as this larger-than-life, massive <laughs> social butterfly I have really learned how much I love si- my own silence mm. and being mm. an introvert. And I think that to really, I've, I've learned a lot about myself from having these introverted, these, this new introvert uh, side of myself coming out and sitting with it. And I think that I will, I'm really going to have to put that into practice um, when I go back to, well, whatever is normal, but... I think I've got to listen to myself a bit more and be a bit more in tune with what I need rather than what I think Emma is. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. I sort of, I, I visited that introvert part of myself about seven years ago when I studied in Australia for, for a semester abroad and I spent a lot of time by myself and I'm visiting yeah. again and it's a lovely, glorious reunion for me. Um, 
We are introducing a new part of the podcast today, um, which I've briefed you on. Um, we're yeah. going to talk about <laughs> some of your um, some of your quarantine essentials. Um, oh yeah. In in this in this uh, particular situation, we can choose the essentials. It's a special exemption. So um, we'll start with your quarantine book. Which book will you take with you into quarantine? Gosh, this this was a really hard one, Benji. I mean, I've got an option for a poetry book, and I've got an option for a novel. You can only you, you can only nope. It's up to you, but you can it's only. Not, take, <laughs> You can only take one. Do you know then? I'll go with this because I think it's quite a surprising one. Um, and it's um, the Call the Midwife books. I I read them a couple of years ago. I mean, it, it became a, a BBC uh, drama. But I, I have never been through so many emotions reading those books. It's the perfect mix of human st- stories about real humans um, it's it's history of East London, and I was living in uh, Stepney Green at the time, reading them, and all of the street names, and I, I, you know, I would walk down them every day, and, and they'd be in this book, and there's the perfect. She's very poetic, um, and she uh, Jennifer Worth. I nearly forgot her name then. Jennifer Worth. She's very poetic in her writing, um, and. The, the books, and I think she even puts this... I think it's Vanessa um, Redgrave that plays her in the, uh, in the series. She does the voiceover, doesn't she? She does, Listen, yes, Emma, I I, we are on a tight time schedule in these podcasts. We're always aiming to get them under 20 minutes. Oh, so I'm playing... I'm playing... Yeah, go on. Perfect amount of happiness and joy and sadness and truth in there, life. There we go. I know you know how to do concise. You're a poet. Um, <laughs> I have to play the stern matron too on Letters from Quarantine. I, you know. <laughs> I don't mind that. Um, we will next go to our quarantine record. My quarantine... Well, it, it's David Bowie, Modern Love. I, I, I've been listening to that every day and... I know people say it, and I used to, you know, I used to be a dancer, but just dancing around the room, dancing in the kitchen to, to Modern Love, David Bowie, has just raised my spirits so much when I've been feeling a bit down. And the lyrics really relate. It, this song is in my favourite film, Frances Hart, as well, and it's played when she's running down the street, and that is the feeling of what it's going to be like leaving quarantine i think well i've learned to da- i've learned to love to dance again without not even consciously i've just been listening to music in the living room and started dancing and it's yeah it's it's, a, it's we, a, we're becoming i think we're becoming almost children again yes, with our creativity yes, and just joy and wonder and these emotions and now yes. finally you are allowed one dish in quarantine what would you like okay so this was very difficult but it's going to have to be um, tacos, fish tacos, um, and like refried bean enchiladas with fro- frozen margaritas. What a, Mexican. What a glorious dish and what a lovely, lovely note to end our Letters from Quarantine podcast on. I'm so sad we're ending it. It's I know. It's, it's, very, it's very brief, but um, hopefully you've enjoyed it. Oh, I have. Thank you so much, Benji. And good luck with uh, Poetry Corner tonight. I'll be watching and listening in. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. See you soon.
You've been listening to Letters from Quarantine. If you enjoyed what you listened to, please remember to like, subscribe and share on iTunes. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, please get in touch with me on Twitter at Benji's Banter. Andrex, I'm looking at you. Thank you.